0: And welcome to another issue of the Three Old Geeks Podcast. Uh, I am joined as usual by my cohorts. First of all, our own evil genius, uh, the numbers guy, the owner-proprietor of Keith's Comics. That's oh, Comics that's... with a K and an X. Keith? Hey, everybody. How's it going? And then, of course, our own clown prince of collecting, the picture guy, the man with the hole in his collection, Brian Needs One. How you doing? And I, of course, am uh, the youngest of the three old geeks. I'm the words guy. I'm Lance the Kid Sidekick. All right, Brian, you got some news for us this week? Yeah, not a lot of
1: news this week. Um, the big one is Bob Iger stepped down. Do we know? Okay, so we don't
0: know about what's his name. Uh, uh, we don't know why did Dio step down. Why did Bob Iger stop down?
1: Did Dio didn't step down. Oh, he, he, got, fired. Was fired. he, got, he got fired. He got fired. Oh, he he yeah, he was out. fired. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was just ousted. Iger stepped down. So basically, uh, you know what? There's a great video by um, Grace Randolph, Beyond the Trailer. I think hers is the best video on it. There's no conspiracy theory to it. It's Bob Iger gets to go play, is what really happened. He's so he stepped been wanting down. he to do it for yeah. a while. He, well, he was going to do it at the end of 2021. So this yeah. was unexpected. People knew he was going to. But so quickly and abruptly, nobody understood that. But basically, he's just going to go play. He's going to be Walt Disney is what he's going to do. He doesn't have to worry about the day-to-day stuff. Uh, He just gets to play now. Good move, Bob. Way to go. Uh, The other big news is that Spielberg is off Indy 5. Really? Yeah. He quit. Huh. So, shocking. Any word why? No. Okay. Uh, not that I've seen. And again, you know what? Once something like that happens, there's like 15 conspiracy theory videos on why it happened. And oh my God, woke culture and blah, blah, blah. So what I tend to do is then text you. And then you text <laughs> me back and say, shut up, Brian. And then I watch another video and go, okay, that's I, probably more. That's why I'm weird, weirded out. You didn't text me. <laughs> uh, that was a, that was a little bit of a shocker. If Spielberg's off, I don't consider it an indie film. Do you consider yeah. Four
0: an indie film? He directed he directed it well. It just yeah. wasn't a good movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, no. It was a crap script. That was bad, dude. And film is a director's medium, so let's give him some credit for it. Yeah, okay. You made a really bad movie, Spielberg. It doesn't happen often. Uh, it happened this time. And I, you know what? I still enjoyed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, I know. You are such an easy mark. You're the uh,
2: markiest mark since Marky Mark.
0: All right, and so, uh,. We are on Facebook and Twitter, and we got a little bit of listener feedback. First of all, Ryan in St. Louis, uh, regarding 1966 Batman, no love for Brookworm? No. I love uh, Roddy McDowell quite a bit. I thought, Yeah, I thought that Roddy McDowell was pretty awesome in that. And I think he, he suffered. Bookworm suffers from he was only in a 2, two part He was only yeah. in one two-parter. I thought he was terrific. I love the gag with uh, he had the reading lamp on his hat, and he had a henchman named Printer's Devil and stuff like that. I thought that was
1: but great. he just got no exposure.
0: Yeah, exactly. He Got no exposure. He was in he was in the, the you know, the two episodes and that was it. And then he became an ape. And then he got real famous.
1: And then got real famous. So no, it's Roddy McDowell. Who doesn't love Roddy McDowell? He's,
0: a, he, he's a, fantastic and everything. Yeah. All right, and then we have gentlemen, a no prize. Uh, no prize. Scott in Muncie, Indiana. Uh, was listening to Batman 66, and he uh, and I looked this up. He correctly uh, cited that Batgirl is Betty Kane and not Katie Keen, who is a I guess a uh, an Archie character. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know what? First of all, we don't get everything right, uh, and I was looking for where where I read that and uh, and could not find it. Stupid thing is that a I've read those issues. They used it, to be reprinted in the old just didn't pay attention to names. And then uh, secondly, uh, we'd have gotten a no prize anyway because I would have screwed that up. I would have juxtaposed those two. So we appreciate when we get spelled uh, our check? listening, our yeah. listeners correct us. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, correct what? Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you uppity sons of bitches want to send anything in, <laughs> we appreciate it. So yes, Batgirl is Betty Kane. Batwoman was Kathy Kane. And the new Batwoman is Kate Kane. So, and Katie Kane is a Archie character. She's about to get a show on WB. So I also probably, because I had read his comment, he had put in that she's been getting a lot of press lately. Probably screwed that up with that. But again, I would have screwed it up anyway. I would have screwed up Betty and Kathy. I would have screwed that up. So, all right. So Scott
0: uh, from Muncie, Indiana, you get the no prize. Yeah, you. We put the old and old geeks.
1: Spoiler alert.
0: Spoiler alert.
2: Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert.
0: So, Keith's Comic sponsored the Three Old Geeks movie night the other night. Sponsored. Because Keith, of course, is a multimillionaire. Shh, don't give him that idea. <laughs> And his secret it's identity. Like, it's like
2: Bruce Wayne, and Batman. You don't know they're the same uh, person.
0: Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to blow your secret identity, Keith. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we went and saw uh, Brian. You have a, You know the the, t- Birds the title. Birds of Prey
1: and the Fantab- Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, which has now been changed to Harley Quinn, and Birds of Prey. It's a much shorter title. It's not as um, flowy. It's not as poetic. I like Fantabulous Emancipation. I just like it. It trips off the tongue. I don't think that there was a Fantabulous Emancipation. Okay. It well, actually sounds dirty if you say it 3 or 4 times in a row. Fabulous <laughs> <and laughs> emancipation? If you say it 3 times, it starts to it starts to feel a little dirty.
0: Uh, just saying it. Well, depends on how it rolls off your tongue. Well, speaking of dirty thoughts and Harley Quinn, Brian, what'd you think of the movie? You know what?
1: I uh, I actually I enjoyed the movie for what it was. Uh, you know what? I enjoyed Battlefield Earth too, fuck you. Uh <laughs> Battleship 2. Did you enjoy Battleship? I enjoyed Battleship. I did enjoy that. Uh it was a stupid mo- I enjoy stupid movies. Okay, outside of the Bellathorn, Amityville Horror, which is actually a movie that I turned off half well, right in the I don't even think I got a quarter way through that before I shut that one down. There's barely a movie that I can't sit and watch and find something enjoyable in. There were there were a multitude of problems that I had with the film. But uh I thought it was an enjoyable watch. I, it was a little slow in the beginning. Uh, I think the choices that they made were <laughs> were a little weird to me. I think that there were a lot of miss- missed opportunities. one of the things, and nobody's brought it up, but uh and I may be the first, and I'm just saying because I'm ahead of the curve and uh and probably uh more brilliant than a lot of people <laughs> and modest and modest. I am one modest motherfucker uh my modesty is my best feature. <laughs> It sets me. That's above. actually true. It sets me above most of the little people. Anyway, if you had read, they'd come out with a bunch of alternate books lately. Uh, Harley Quinn Breaking Glass. I know Mara had one. Zatanna had one. Catwoman had one. I think Bat they were girl. doing Batgirl. If you read those, and I read Harley Quinn Breaking Glass because it's Harley Quinn, and uh, the story was okay. I thought it was a good story. It was well written. I'm not going to complain about the story at all. I thought it was beautiful. The uh, Stephen Pugh really. Just above and beyond. It was gorgeous. Just absolutely gorgeous artwork. Not the story of Harlequin, in the least, but a nice alternate take on it. And that was the flavor that this movie had. That's what it reminded me of, is those kind of alternate books, where you take the uh, the angsty kind of teenager and make him the, the supervillain, and uh, it's a little more woke. It's a little more um, female-centric. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed the story, uh, but I think that that was the the feeling that I got watching the film was that it would have made a great one of those books. Now, to take a uh, teenage, um, angsty teenager superhero, have them go to the thrift store and buy their costume and then make it and have their little thrift store costume is great when you're an angsty teenager. When you do that for 30-year-old women, now they look like crack whores. <laughs> And nobody's rooting for a crack whore. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody roots for a crack whore. But that is that. That was the feeling that I got watching it. Is that they were thrift store costumes. They were put together by them. Huntress's goggles in the uh, stills looked pretty good. In the movie, goofy as shit. Uh, her costume, goofy as shit. You, you've taken characters, uh, and they actually kept her backstory pretty well. Yes. Her portrayal of the huntress. How she handled that character, I thought, was she brilliant. She was really good, yes. Brilliant. I really enjoyed that. She had the social awkward thing. But then you have the Cassandra Kane. And again, that goes to that type of book that I'm talking about, where you've now taken a character that's established that should be a mute assassin.
2: Yes. Raised by her militaristic father to, to kill everyone, and now she's a pickpocket.
1: And uh, yes, with a broken arm, with a yeah, in a in a bad family situation, and she's she's got that faky kind of streetwise. Spoiler alert! <laughs> oh yeah, Spo- spoilers ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, go see it. I would go see it. Go support it, uh, just because it's a comic book film, and uh, it's and Harley. A, it's Harley. It's fucking Harley. I did have a lot of problems with with Margot Robbie's portrayal of Harley. I think when people go to write Harley Quinn. They forget a couple of really key facts. One, they always forget about Harleen, which is just just as important to the character. And two, they forget about the abusive relationship. The yeah. DCEU has not at all focused on that, how abusive that was. She was even different in this movie than she was in the last movie. Much.
2: I She was kicking everyone's ass here. Now she's a little more meek at times. I didn't quite get that. She's not quite as crazy. No, she's a drunken party girl is what she is. What I saw it as is they were trying to stick more Deadpool into her, especially with, like, the breakfast sandwich thing and everything. It just seemed like they were trying to make her more quirky like Deadpool. And failing. And not Harley, yeah, and doing a and bad failing. job, bad, bad job of it, yeah.
1: And I think that they really wasted Margot Robbie's talents. Yes. Her just getting drunk in a club, yeah. throwing up in purses, being rude, that's not Harley. No. Being so drunk that the possibility of gang rape is there. And putting that in the movie. Yeah, that was awkward. That was awkward. That was stupid. That is not Harley Quinn. You have no. completely missed the no. point of the character, which she, she nailed so well in Suicide That's Squad. That's what I mean. It, it, it's got to be the writing,
2: because it, it came from this decent portrayal. or Not idealistic, but a really good portrayal in Suicide Squad to this really mis-portrayed. Yeah, Harley. I mean, way off the mark. Yes, I, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't Harley. there other were than there... a couple of fight scenes she was in, she was great in that. But other than that, it was like I just kept going.
1: That's not Harley. That's not Harley. So you you you've got this character that there's so much to work with, and you 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 throw it away on Putus. on trying to make an yeah I'm trying to make a statement that that you didn't need to make, yeah that you didn't need to make. I liked I liked uh, how they spun Birds of Prey off. They allude to both Renee Montoya. You know, they talk about her drinking problem. They make uh, it's not that they make a big deal out of it, but they mention it a few times. And they show it. And they show it. Then she gets hammered and goes and saves the day. Yeah. Stop. You had to drive there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. You didn't take an Uber. They, there were a lot of the, the, just mentioning a few things about Black Canaries. She's more of a major character, so why would you focus so much on Huntress, who is not, was not a major character, the best character in the movie, by the way, but not a major character, but you give her entire backstory. You've got Black Canary, who is basically the co-lead through the thing. You beat around the bush on her backstory. Yeah, and you, and you give us little snippets. Yeah. Of, well, your mom died in yeah. the streets, yeah. <laughs> and I can't ever forgive you for that. Shut up. Show it. <laughs> Who was about? Have her pull out a news clipping. Have her look through a scrapbook. Yeah. You haven't said shit. I've been saving.
0: I've been saving what I'm going to say up here. Oh, so, okay, Have her okay.
2: name
1: on toy. Look up,
2: unwrap sheets of all these people. There it, you go. It didn't Suicide Squad. Waller telling stuff Batman already knows. <laughs> and there's no redeeming
1: males in there's that not, movie. No, there was one. And and I thought about it after Ooh. you said that. The egg sandwich guy. He's the only guy who doesn't screw her over. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Did she ever pay him back? He has one line. Did she ever pay him back? No. She steals from him because he's the nice guy. And so what's going to happen? She might have paid him back. She she had all the money at the end. So she could have paid him. Yeah. When she bought
2: the two egg sandwich, I'm sure she gave him the buck.
1: Well, Lance, we've gotten uh, all of the important opinions out of the way. (laughs) Oh, thank you.
0: (laughs) But you've been strangely quiet. What's going on in your head? Okay, Brian. Where to start? I would have waited for HBO for this movie, but Keith was nice enough to spring for the ticket, so. Nice. Yeah, um, man, Margot Robbie is a brilliant actress, Ewan McGregor's pretty good. It just goes to show you, when you get talented people and they give them nothing to work with, how bad a movie can be. I, I, I actually was, was sitting thinking about it, and I didn't realize it was Ewan McGregor playing Black Mask until about halfway through the movie, because he was so terrible, I was like, well, wait a second, this guy's like Ewan McGregor, except he's bad. I think they gave Margot Margo Robbie the, the the part. I mean, and again, I didn't watch Suicide Squad because Suicide Squad was my favorite comic from the 90s and it didn't have Bronze Tiger and all these other guys and Captain Boomerang, so or they, it did have Captain did Boomerang, have Pe- and Boomerang. And Chantress, but, too. Come on. It was not my Suicide Squad, so I have no baseline for this, but Margot Robbie is a brilliant actress. If you watch her in, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, she has like 12 lines and she makes the movie. And I think she literally got this part because she was Johnny Bravo and she fit the suit. No, no, she was executive producer. Oh, okay. Well, that explains a lot. Of yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I basically thought this was a huge uh, Deadpool ripoff. I think they took every cue from Deadpool and they just kind of scratched out Deadpool's name and put Harley Quinn in there. Oh no, Deadpool was funny. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you yeah, that. Deadpool was funny. There was only like two parts of this that actually made me laugh. The business card at the end where it was her and her sidekick and it was bad motherfuckers or whatever. That was funny. Uh, there was some redeeming bits of the movie. Uh, the middle fight scene was actually a pretty good one. Uh, she did some cool stuff with the baseball bat. There was a really great cover by uh, of Black Betty by Ram <laughs> yes. Jam. Yes. Uh, the, the name of the group was uh, Spider Bait, and I actually ended up downloading that because I thought that was a really cool song. But yeah, if DC keeps... I mean, can they just take... A, a cue from one of their competitors can they can they go look at disney and go gee we gave dave filoni the star wars stuff can't we give bruce tim and paul dini the movie stuff and have them do that because i have a feeling it would be far better than the script by algorithm than that that, that dc seems to be doing i mean like what was the last good dc movie I mean, what was it, like Dark Knight or something like that? I liked Shazam. I liked Aquaman. Okay, I didn't see Shazam. I didn't see Shazam. Aquaman was good, yeah. Uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, from what I saw. Wonder Woman was great. Okay, okay, there you go, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was the first one in a long, long time where I thought top to bottom, that was a great movie, and I thought they really did the character well, and it was written well and stuff like that. You can't tell me that if you and McGregor and, um, why can't I, I'm, why am I drawing a blank on her name? Uh, Margo, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Thank you. If you McGregor and Margot Robbie were in a Marvel movie where it was thought about and it was scripted well and done well, it they wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been a good movie. Like like this just seemed like it was like oh well let's let's you know let's put out a Harley movie and hope it makes a lot of money. I know this wasn't shot for fifty year old guys or whatever, but I think you could have done this in a way that it appealed to everybody. And I just don't think they they accomplished that.
1: You know what I I, I think it's interesting that you pointed out because of the scene with uh black betty ram jam i was completely focused on the, the music and it's a shame when the background music is more interesting than the actual <laughs> movie and that the the story of the song black betty was actually more interesting than the movie we were watching <laughs> but you mentioned harley and her sidekick her sidekick is cassandra fucking kane yeah I, come I, on I,
2: I, <laughs> the bad ass ass girl
1: <laughs> <laughs> They took the badass Batgirl. Now you've taken that character and you've made her stupid. You've made her a pickpocket, a stupid pickpocket, who Harley adopts. What the hell is wrong? was a diamond, <laughs> and you spend the whole movie. The whole movie. The plot of the whole movie was she had to poop it out. We had to wait for her to poop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all you, on that, uh, on that, spoiler, on that brilliant spoiler right there. Keith, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh. I want to cut my thumb off. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh. Uh, Brian? It's Harley Quinn, so it's always a thumb off. Okay. And I'm going to say thumbs. Not quite as as bad as cut my own thumb off, but I'll say thumbs down on this one. So that was our first movie review, guys. Let us know what you think. All right, so the big convention C two E two was just passed. I've done some conventions. I know Keith, you go to a lot of conventions, Brian. I, do. I think you've been to a lot of conventions. I've been to quite a few. Okay, yeah. not as many as well, Keith. I, when you get sociologically, a bunch of people are all in the same things, or maybe not the same things. You got people rubbing elbows. It's crowded and stuff like that. There's some crazy stuff that happens. So you guys. I mean, Keith, you've obviously done the most conventions out of all us. So you had any crazy convention stories?
2: Uh, most of my crazy convention stories don't take place at the convention; they take you afterwards at the bars. But let's keep it. Let's keep it for the kids,
1: <laughs> Keith. Let's keep it for the kids.
2: I don't know what kind of bars you go to, but mine is mine's more like running into cool people at bars. Okay, not not whatever you do at bars. are not the stories you told me. That's all insane. <laughs> I have pictures for those, but. but no, I was just at C2E2 this weekend. It, uh, it, it The show gets bigger and bigger every year. And what's cool is everyone's there for the same reason. Have a good time to enjoy the fandom. There are tons of artists there. They, they've gotten better every year. It's really a show in Chicago to go to. Or if you're not in Chicago, come to Chicago and go there. Uh, as far as classic stories, I, I, it's kind of hard to narrow one down because I've I met almost everyone. Well, something does, what, is one memorable for you? Oh, Jack Kirby. You met Jack. You met Jack Kirby. I met Jack Kirby, 1992 in San Diego, which was a great show then. Now it's a giant toy fest. It, it, it's no longer Comic Con. Shouldn't be called Comic Con. Which one? Co- San Diego Comic Con. Oh yeah, no. Should be called Pop Culture. Yeah, it's Wizard. It's World Mega Wizard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, don't. No, it's, it's better than Wizard, okay? But, so so we're not getting like, them. Is what was it like
0: meeting Jack Kirby?
2: You know, cool as hell. I was I was tongue tied, but the one thing that got to me is I always pictured as being this big, huge guy, like the thing or something. Yeah, like and that he thing. was this little grandpa. It was like, because <laughs> <laughs> at that point I think he was 74, 75 years old, and he was just this little humble guy who was really polite. And you know, I, I told him that you know, you got me in the comics because you know what, looking at the first issues of Thor that he drew got me in. Fantastic Four got me in, and I'm like. I just thanked him for getting me into comics, making comics worth something for, for me. And he, he went, oh, you're just too kind. Thank you very much. He thanked me. Jack Kirby. Okay. Yeah, I got tingles here. He he was a really cool guy. I mean, I met Stan Lee, too, and he was a really nice guy, too. Uh, He's an arrogant prick. He was probably the best ambassador of comics has ever had or will ever have. For an, uh, yeah, an arrogant prick.
0: I, he was
2: claiming stuff,
0: yes, but. What about you, Brian? You got any uh, You got any good convention stories?
1: Charisma Carpenter. They have the Buffy people there. Okay, okay. But we were going to see Charisma Carpenter, and as we were coming up, they were clearing out and getting ready for lunch. We were following, we were probably four or five steps behind this blonde woman who was walking into the line before us, and the guy stopped, and he goes, we're sorry, the line's closed. Uh, Charisma's getting ready to go to lunch. And the lady goes, oh, I'm her mother, so I'm the one taking her to lunch. And the guy goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And so she walked in. So I walk in with my wife, and the guy goes to stop us. And before I could say anything, my wife goes, I'm her aunt. <laughs> and the guy stops, and the mother stops and turns around and looks at us and goes, eh. <laughs> so he let us through. So we go through. Well, Kirsten is from here. She's from Joliet. Okay. My, my wife has a daughter in L.A. So those two got to talking about having a daughter in L.A. and being from, you know, the local girls and blah, 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 and how hard it is. And I was talking to Charisma Carpenter, so when she signed my autograph, she signed it to Uncle Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so she was just way cool. Uh, and I will say that generally cons, just the politest people, in the, you bump into people, they immediately yeah. say they're sorry, cause you're, and you're saying you're sorry, yeah. and you've got wall-to-wall people.
0: Yeah. No, they're, but they're, they're getting, getting We're
1: crazy. all there for crazy. the same reason. Yeah. So yeah. It's,
2: it's, it's kind of cool.
1: Yes. Yeah, and there, but there's no there's no real ego. Everybody's just there, yeah, to look for. You get into the comics and the, oh yeah, I've had people. Oh, you want you need to look here.
2: You know, yeah, you're looking through back. Or what you are should, you looking for? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, I saw one over yep. there. Yep, that's, that's the coolest a, thing ever. Yeah, because they know what it's like to search for stuff. Yeah, which is a lot of fun. Yes, I, that for me anyway. I love searching. Wizard World is probably was probably my worst. Last year? Or? No, this was. Uh, they had uh, Patrick Stewart and Matt Smith. Okay, And they had them opposite each other in these big lines. So you're walking through, and of course the lines are packed, and you want to at least see Matt Smith, and you want to see Patrick Stewart. You want to see them. I'm not getting in line. I'm not waiting four hours for anybody. Nobody's that important to me unless it's Charisma Carpenter, and I'll do that. Margot Robbie? I don't think I would. Okay. I don't think I would. I might. I <laughs> might. would. I would probably stalk until I saw the line and gone down a bit. I know what hotel she's staying <laughs> at. The six degrees of separation. No, there was. We were standing trying to see Matt Smith and trying to see. It wasn't like I was trying to take a picture. It wasn't. We were just trying to see. And the Wizard World people were like, move along, move along. If you're not behind this line, move along. And And I I stopped and looked at the girl. Yeah. You got to keep moving. So I just started rocking back and forth. And she kind of looked at me. I said, I'm moving. But I also paid 75 bucks to see (laughs) these two guys. And I'm going to see them before I walk through this aisle. And the girl went, oh. And the guy standing next to me was like, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he but was it, moving along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I you,
0: you pay 75 yeah. bucks, I want to at least see them. So I've got a couple. Okay, okay. well, good. go ahead. Well, the very first convention I ever went to was when I was in college. And a friend of mine from college took, you know, we went together. And it was, uh, you know, before this all got out of hand and there was all these celebrities and stuff like that. It was just basically a bunch of guys in booths selling comics and posters and collectibles and whatnot. Uh, we were, uh, we, I never forget this. We were at this this one booth, and it was a guy selling like movie stills and stuff like that. And a guy, and there was there was these photo albums of these these movie stills. And me and my buddy are looking through them, and this guy comes comes up next to us. And I'm gonna st- paraphrase Dennis Miller on this one. This guy smelled like he was eating a Gorgonzola cheese sandwich in the the septic tank of a slaughterhouse dude oh. he smelled so bad my eyes started watering and my buddy from college looked over and he didn't have much of a filter he says hey, hey dude uh put the comic books down for like five minutes a day and take a shower and uh the kid just uh, scurry is the like he scurried away in fear so just i that's one that that sticks with me I was waiting in line um, the very first time, uh, very first uh, creator that I ever waited in line to get an autograph for was Alex Ross. If you've ever seen Christmas Story, I was behind the kid when they were waiting for Santa Claus who had the aviator. And I swear to God, the kid like just looked at me the entire time I was like, I like Wolverine. Do you like Wolverine? Do you have any good
2: comic con stories?
0: Well, and my we're last talking one. about
1: how polite these people are, and how we're all together, and we're all one people. Well, you are just and talking again, about all and the you psychopaths.
0: And again, you know, I, I understand. You know, we're, you know, we're all in the same we're all in the same tribe and stuff like that. It's just some of us are more socially well adjusted than others, and you I, know, people who tend to, to read comic books and, and tend to
1: get into and there's to different degrees. Uh, I tend to not be uh, real good with other
0: people. Hence why I hang out with you You three yes. guys.
1: Yeah. No, and that's me
0: too. But three guys, or two guys. Well, there's three jokers. you not the, the number three. guy. Two I'm not guys the number the guy. I'm the word <laughs> Uh Well, and actually, my last uh, my last story is is uh, <coughs> at one of the conventions, uh, and you guys will know where this is, but the, the Rosemont Convention Center and the convention center is on a very busy, like three lane highway. Running kind of through the middle of it and stuff like that. And the sidewalk was really cr- crowded. Uh, we were going around some person. I accidentally bumped into somebody, almost knocked him into traffic, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." I don't worry about it. It was George Takei. I almost you knocked Mister Sulu into traffic and killed him. I I almost did. So now he tells the story. Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get to us. We want to hear your side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Takei okay. almost ran over Rob Liefeld. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't, Lance. I, I... Dude, I'll pay had, you money. Had I known. Yeah, back in 91 when they had the big image tent and everything. And I was oh. leaving the hotel, going out, and came right out from under between a couple cars, and I almost hit him. I didn't know who it was until after I was passing by, and I figured if I backed up over him, that might be intentional. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that, That's a
0: harder one to explain.
2: So,
1: so, sorry, Lance. You could have just whipped out a couple new mutants, handed them to the cop, and went, Okay.
0: Hey, gang. Lance the Kid Sidekick here. The comic book legal defense fund was on hand to make sure that neither George Decay or Rob Liefeld was hurt during the making of this podcast. Do you agree with us? Disagree with us? Like to suggest a topic? Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And hey, thanks for listening.